Welcome Shine Church to our very first house church weekend. We are so glad that you are here. Yes. Um, I just want to quickly remind you that what we've been talking about throughout this entire month is the power of the table. Here we are sitting as a teaching team at the table. Um, I believe that we have a very challenging word for you to just take to your dinner table after the message. Uh, we talked about the power of community and the importance of just getting together and that's what you're doing and we are just so excited about that. And uh, I think each one of us is just, is, so glad that you're participating in this. And then we talked about the power of the new season. And I, that's really what we're entering into, is just a time where um, God is just doing something new and fresh. And we are just looking forward to hearing the testimonies of what's gonna happen as you guys partake in this. And so here's what we're gonna do. We're going to take the four pillars that make up Shine Church. Engage, identify, empower, and multiply. And we are going to share one from each of us from the teaching team and just what excites us about the whole house church idea and how it fits into the vision mission of Shine Church. And so uh, we're going to let Pastor Rob kick it off with the Engage Pillar. So Rob, yes, what Thank excites you. you about the house church and engagement? Well, I think for me, the thing that excites me the most about this particular pillar is the idea of coming together as unique individuals. I know we've talked a lot about individuality and just the power of what God does in and through the individuals. So mm -hmm. coming together into a house church environment where we are just going to be ourselves, you are bringing to the table a unique expression of God's love and mm -hmm. grace. So and, and man, when that happens, there's such a dynamic. And I think for me, sometimes I think, man, what am I going to bring? What am I going to have? But every time the Lord brings something uniquely expressed through me to a group mm -hmm. that would not have been expressed mm -hmm. somehow. So I think that that is a super important thing to remember. And just a couple of the little thoughts on this is this, uh, when we come together, not only are we engaging with each other, but obviously with the Lord. And so what he's gonna do in that dynamic is something unique for each one of these house churches. Yeah that cannot be mimicked maybe in another house or whatever, another mm, group. Yeah. It's totally unique, and I love that. And as we looked at the, the actual verse that we used from Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and prayers, and an awe came upon them as they were doing this. So I think, number one, we come together, we're bringing our unique individuality to that group that is so powerful and so unique. Number two, we're engaging with the Lord and seeing what he's doing. And number three, there is a real sense of awe that God wants to do in each one of these groups. Yeah. Super cool. I love it. I yeah. love the fact that even as a teaching team, I, Rob, what you said is so true. I There are many times when we're talking just about the message that's going to be coming and you'll just come up with something that is just so different than, than what we're referring to. And just even a couple of weeks ago as we were preparing for DJ's message, you said something and DJ was like, oh my gosh, this totally changes my yeah. perspective of where I need to go and mm -hmm. I need to keep that in mind. And I love that. And, yeah, and totally. my hope is that that's exactly what's going to happen in all these house churches is that people would share and somebody else will go, oh, have you thought about it this way? And oh man, it just yeah. helps us all engage with God Completely. as we engage with one another. And I, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's really, so cool. really cool. Yeah. 
How about the identify pillar, DJ? Identify. Um, you know, seeing ourselves the way God sees us. Man, uh, the enemy works overtime trying to you know, create false images of ourselves or even of each other uh, in our minds. And there's something so powerful that happens yeah. when, when we engage with one another. I believe God uses that to really just bring into focus that identity piece in each of us. And the, the passage that we chose as Shine Church uh, a couple of years ago when we started for Identify was found uh, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. And in that passage, it says, For you are a chosen people, you are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you had received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. You know, we just came out of uh, a very incredible family weekend as our daughter uh, was married. And, um, uh, you know, just being with family and with friends in community was so powerful. And it made me think that, you know, sometimes, you know, we can learn things here about how God sees us, but I believe sometimes God wants to immerse us into the experience. So we actually feel like God's very own possession. So we don't just know it here, but we actually feel the fact that we are a chosen people. And sometimes, you know, we can learn about that uh, on a weekend service or whatnot, but I believe there's something uniquely special that God wants to do in our house churches, starting with this very weekend, um, where he wants to just immerse us in that. And we actually feel chosen. We feel like his position. We feel like we're a part of the family in a new way. And it's going to be powerful to see what God does through that. Hmm. I, Rob, you're, you're big on identity as well. What, yeah. what do you think a community or groups of people getting together, what does that do for somebody's identity? I think it, it helps to really build their identity because it, for me, it's an issue too of knowing that it's okay to be me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't feel confident maybe mm -hmm. to be me. Mm -hmm. But I think when I'm around people and they're hearing what God's doing in and through me, that builds my confidence. Like, wow, God's doing. God spoke that to me, and that's okay. It's worth bringing to the table. Yeah, you know, that's I love that part. That's so good. Yeah, you kind of identify your own little superpowers, if you will, yes. that add to mm -hmm. the mix and yes. make everyone better and everyone stronger. Right. It might be some random thing that just is what the piece that was missing. And knowing, and I've, you guys know this about me, knowing that Christ in me, the hope of glory, Christ in you, the mm -hmm. hope of glory, that is an eternal thing mm -hmm. that will express itself uniquely mm -hmm. through your identity, and I love that part. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, DJ bringing up superpower actually brings me to, to our third power, or third power, <laughs> our third pillar, uh, which, we, <laughs> which is empower. Um, and you know, I, I think this one probably is what excites me. Uh, what's been fun about actually preparing this is I, I think uh, just the engaging in the identity and, and the empowering and the multiplying, it kind of resonates individually for yeah. each one of us differently, which I, I just absolutely love. Um, but the empower piece of it, um, you know, empower being defined is this, to give someone the authority or power to do something, to make someone stronger and more confident, especially in controlling their life and claiming their rights. Now listen to that again. Give someone the authority or power to do something. That's what we are trying to do through this whole thing, is we want to give you the authority or power to do something, to make someone stronger and more confident, especially in controlling their life and claiming their rights. There are certain freedoms and rights that God has given to each one of you, and 
I believe putting us all together as a church in smaller groups and being very intentional about this is actually going to empower us to do greater things than we could ever even hope for or imagine, even just as a church um, with the pastoral leadership and everybody just coming. Now you guys are, are stretching yourselves and you're putting yourselves um, at tables together and hopefully calling out these things. We, we mentioned a lot of times early as the start of the church, pulling the gold out of one another. Man, that is what I'm just praying will happen. Um, Shine's definition is this, do what you love. Realize you have a purpose and God wants to activate the passions and gifting he has placed in each one of us. Man, that's the heart of our church, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we are coming alongside as a team to pastor and lead you guys to understanding that you have a gifting, you have passions, and they're gonna line up with something that you enjoy doing. And that's really what we wanna do is we wanna empower you in the things that you enjoy doing that God gifted you for. And so, um, you know, 1 Peter 4.10 is our verse on that. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. I believe the Holy Spirit will give you the authority and the power to do what you have been called to when you have become equipped mm -hmm you will do this with confidence and strength. Now, if we just say, hey, you've been gifted and you have a purpose and a plan that God has given you, go for it. And nobody comes alongside you and equips and trains you and empowers you to do these things. Mm -hmm. Well, then uh, it's hard to do it. It's hard enough to step out and do something like you're doing this weekend. Um, but when you have people that are behind you and supporting you and equipping you and training you and helping you through, that's where the true empowering, the calling out, I love, in the, again, the definition of helping somebody claim their rights. That's what we're trying to do is yeah. help you to claim what God has put into your heart. And so um, I just, I, my prayer for this pillar is this, that you would allow God to stretch you and open your heart and mind to, okay, what is that passion? What is that gift that you've placed in me? And how can my group leader help me to actually pull those things out and, and stretch myself into those things? Um, and I believe that if we will do that, um, you'll get equipped and trained to do the ministry, which is what Ephesians talks about. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That yeah. We're supposed to equip and train you. Um, and I, I'm super excited about this because this is starting to spread that equipping and training out more and, and get a, a broader picture of what, what that could look like. Yeah, for sure. So good, man. I love yeah. that. Like, you know, in families we see uh, parents equipping their kids, whether it be throwing the baseball outside or, you know, baking cookies together, whatever it might be, there's that one-on-one -on -one or, or very intimate coaching that takes mm -hmm. place. In an ideal situation, obviously, between a, a mom, you know, daughter, son, dad, and and that's so powerful. And I believe through house churches, God is just laying a foundation and an environment where more of that is going to be happening. And we hope you guys will be communicating that as you're discovering a gift, a passion, as you're being equipped, as you're having an opportunity to share something in a new way. I think it's going to be incredible to hear and, and share that together. That's good. Well, as we engage in God in a relationship with him, with others, as we identify who we are, how he sees us, as we start to receive that gift and empowerment, what is going to ultimately happen is we're going to multiply. Mm -hmm. And Pastor Janelle, I know you that is deep near to your heart. So you want to share about that pillar? Yeah, I think the beauty of it is that you can't have one without the other. So mm -hmm. even to multiply, we can't multiply if we're not empowered by the Holy Spirit. That's right. And so Acts 9 31, so the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria enjoyed peace, 
being built up and strengthened, and going on in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, the church continued to increase. And so as I was just studying this and reading it out, I think it's really interesting because this is the same chapter. So it's talking about the church moving forward and increasing um, through Paul, actually, and Paul's ministry. But chapter 9 in Acts is the very same chapter that he undergoes his transformation. Mm. And so we're just believing as a church that as you are transformed immediately, that the church is going to increase. Mm. And that doesn't just mean numerically. It also just means in stature and in our strength, increasing in peace increasing in the power and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And it makes me really excited because I was thinking about it. It's ironic. We will try to disqualify ourselves so many times from being able to invite someone to a table. And Pastor Cammy kept saying that house churches is really us saying we are reclaiming the table as a church. Mm -hmm. Well, think of how many places we go that there are tables Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. need to be reclaimed, whether that's your office space, whether that's literally a little (laughs) pop-up table on a street, but the Lord is wanting to call people who know him deeper and those who don't know him to come to know him. And he wants to use each and every one of us and specifically each one of you to do that. And so in chapter nine, God uses Ananias, which we don't hear about him before Saul and we don't hear about him after Paul's transformation. Mm -hmm. He uses an ordinary man, Mm -hmm. ordinary people like you and I, who are willing to come to a table and to say yes to the Lord and to be obedient. And so I just think that for me, that makes me so excited that we'll see multiplication, not only in the giftings and in the growth of identity and all of these things that people are coming to engage with the Lord, but we actually will see Mm -hmm. the multiplication of people entering the kingdom of God because we're stepping into our full right Right, our power and our yep. right, and what God has called us to. So, well, I love that. I love um, what you said a few weeks ago in one of our teaching team meetings. You said that God is calling us to community and not to organized church. Mm-hmm. And I almost find myself thinking as you're saying that, that um, we have kind of fit into this model where we try to organize our evangelism. Right, mm-hmm. right. We try to organize our multiplication. And that's not what Jesus did. He didn't organize it. Mm-hmm. He just did what the Father told him to do, taught that how to, uh, taught the disciples how to do that, mm-hmm. and then the disciples just did the same thing. They realized they had the Holy Spirit, and they just lived life together. Mm-hmm. And as they lived life together, I love what you said, man. Uh, ordinary men. Uh, one of the scriptures says that the people were amazed because they were unschooled. Mm-hmm. Just unschooled, ordinary people. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how you pulled that out. And I think you're up for multiplication will come when we just allow God to use each one of us. And it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't have to necessarily be in numbers of people, although that is God's heart. He wants everybody to be saved and come and know who he is and walk in that. But I love, Janelle, your idea, your thought there of he's multiplying the fruits of his spirit yeah. in all of these things too goodness mm-hmm. patience kindness gentleness through us mm-hmm. and people are going to be i think super excited to go pray more for their neighbors perhaps invite people in whatever that's the kingdom mm-hmm. that's jesus's heart love me with everything you got mm-hmm. and go out and love your neighbor and i think as we come together god's going to multiply that that mm-hmm. is a beautiful picture you know wow well so that's the teaching for this weekend Here's what we're hoping you will do. We're hoping that you will take this and uh, break bread together um, and that you will have a discussion and kind of go through 
uh, these four pillars and just see where the Holy Spirit would lead you. Um, we do have a few questions that we've each prepared, uh, but maybe you guys have questions that come up. This is where we're asking the Holy Spirit to just truly take over. And I know each group, as Rob said mm -hmm. at the very beginning, each group is going to be different and it's going to have a different um, taste and flavor as you guys navigate with the leading of the Holy Spirit. But a few questions that, that we have for you. Uh, Rob, in regards to the engage pillar, what, yeah. I mean, what's the question you would lead a group sure. to banter around? The, the first question I, I had that came to my mind is, what do you love most when you come together with, with other people? What do you love about that? Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's worth talking about because we can, we can talk, of, man, I love this part. And as we do, I think God's going to breathe on on that kind of thing. So that was my question. That's good. Regarding the identified piece, I think mine ties along with yours, and that would be, uh, you know, I kind of saw it like puzzle pieces. You know, there was an activity in Junior Achievement when I worked there years ago where we gave each group of students in the classroom a puzzle, but they were missing one piece, and they actually had one extra piece that belonged to a different puzzle. And I think that's kind of the way that we are when we come together as a group. You know, we've got something we're looking for and we need, and we've got something that we're able to give. So my thought would be maybe uh, take a few moments to go around and share either something that you're looking to receive from this experience or something that you really feel um, God's put in you that you're willing to bring to the table or maybe both and see what comes of that. In regards to the Empower Pillar, I just, um, I want you to maybe discuss this if you get the opportunity to. What is an area that you would like to become stronger in? Um, what is something that God maybe has spoken to you um, and you're just like, I, I believe that God has put that in my heart, but I don't feel confident in that. Mm -hmm. And you want to become stronger in that. Well, just share maybe just an area that you feel like maybe God has spoken to that you would like to, again, become equipped, maybe become stronger in. And then just a kind of second tie in, what is a gift that God has wired you with that you absolutely enjoy? that is just so easy to you um, and that you just have so much fun. Maybe just share uh, something that you feel like God has really just gifted you with. Hmm. Yeah, and answering one or both of these, depending on your time frame, but I was thinking about it in terms of Acts 9.31, just where are you at? So it talks about for the church to increase, we're growing in our fear of the Lord, but then we're also receiving comfort from the Holy Spirit. So are you in a place where you're so mm -hmm. comfortable that the mm -hmm. Lord is trying to make you uncomfortable mm -hmm. and grow in you a fear of the Lord? Or are you in a place where you've been really uncomfortable and maybe even experiencing some kind of affliction and so mm -hmm. you need to receive comfort from the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Because both of those things are vital in order for the church to grow. And then my other question is just really simple and it is, like Ananias, who are you meeting on the road that needs Jesus? So mm. if someone comes to mind for you, or maybe mm. multiple people. That's so good. Yeah, that's so good. Well, I'm going to pray, and we'll turn it over to each one of you as a group. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We thank you for um, the life that comes and is found in community. And now, Lord, we just pray that um, as we dismiss from this teaching and move into uh, just a time where these groups just have fellowship and break bread together and just discuss these things. Lord, I pray your Holy Spirit would be present. Here's my hope and my heart that you would draw lifelong friends together through these groups and that people would truly um, come to just love one another as they love you, Jesus. Uh, may that just flow into these groups and may they just 
build just lifelong friendships and bonds. And God, I pray that the discussions would just be Holy Spirit-led. And Lord, once again, as I started at the beginning, we look forward to the testimony of what is going to come out of these groups. Lord, we love you, and we give you glory in your name. Amen. 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 We love you. Amen. Love you.